have an outline. I like to spend a lot of time with my characters before I start to actually write the story part. I find that the story comes more naturally when I know a character really well. So I suppose that jumping in too quickly could be something that that is difficult for me with my process because I like to have a lot of notes and a lot of times to kind of think things through and plan things out before I start. Um, I think that I can also feel really discouraged when I'm thinking of, you know, like a whole book <laughs> or, or, or a problem that feels really big. You know, writers always work with an editor who will help them develop the story. And part of that process is getting a letter from your editor. My editor is really just brilliant and kind and wonderful and has really, really good ideas about my books. But sometimes when I get those letters, I can feel a little overwhelmed because the types of things that she's talking about are like are like big things. Like we need this character to, um, to show more of their motivation or we need this relationship to be a little bit more relatable. I think you're losing some readers here. They just think that this guy is mean and this person's nice and we wanna have it have a little more nuance to it. So really insightful, but sometimes it can be hard to know where to begin. And when you get a, a letter that's really dense and really full of a lot of good ideas, it can actually feel um, a little overwhelming. So I do a couple things. I usually read through the letter and then take a little break from that and let it sink in a little bit before I reread it again. And then I make notes. Um, I'll usually kind of almost structure it like a to-do list and maybe it will have some like sub bullet points underneath some of the bigger things so I can start to break it down. And then I always have a call with my editor, Mary-Kate, after after that letter has had a little time to sink in. And that really helps because um, that feels more like a conversation and I feel like um, sometimes she might expand a little bit on an idea or we might even bounce some ideas back and forth off each other. And I really enjoy that process. It feels really collaborative. So yeah, I guess those are the, the areas that are can be pitfalls for me and then the ways that I try to counter them. I think your detailed answer is amazing, mainly because um, you told like how you kind of like make the overwhelming feeling you get when you read your letter and how you take a break from it, which I think is an amazing idea since like in when you're editing as well, you need to take a break from your work so that you can get a fresh pair of eyes and not like kind of like biased with what you have like so that when you're like editing, you're not attached to then you're like reading a fresh pair of eyes right absolutely i think that 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 is that's very helpful for me with with my process my next question to you is if a book was made into a movie um who would be cast in it oh you know that's such a fun question and um and i also have have no idea i guess there's a lot of different um I mean, I have quite a few different books at this point, so it depends on on exactly what book it was. Um, but I would hope that it would be kind of the kind of kid that feels like a like a regular kid, like a, the kid that you might know and go to school with or know from your neighborhood, because that's really the type of characters I try to write in my books. I want them to feel like people you could actually know. So I would hope that they would also have that feeling about them. So I guess like um, from what you're saying, it seems like 
it would be a better idea for open casting kind of thing yeah i mean i don't know a lot about how it works i'm sure they um they kind of know who <laughs> the movie makers would probably know all of that stuff better better than i would but that that would just be my hope for what they would be looking for maybe an open call or maybe just somebody who does have that quality of just being really um relatable and real feeling yeah i like that answer as well because like at this point um um the over time the after the child actors are probably already grown up like um for example um the actor with their home alone the only kid kevin he grew up so then they had to take a new kevin right Now, yeah. yeah it was kind of like kind of hard to see even though the movie is kind of nice it kind of lost a spark mainly mm-hmm. because um the main character you're so used to seeing the main character so in that sense even if you like have like a dream casting for your book or anything like how i do <laughs> oh um, yeah you kind of like you're not exactly you'll be lucky if you get the same like the same dream cast you have always wanted but yeah. it's really hard for that especially if the you chose are already like 18 years old by the time your book gets picked for being made into a movie Yeah, and you know, I don't I don't have any experience with the movie making side of things, but one thing that has been really neat is to kind of see how the process works when the publisher is choosing an illustrator and the cover is being developed because that's a chance for somebody else to read my book and then kind of come up with their own idea of what the characters might look like or the positions they're in and I really like that. That's kind of a collaborative thing in a way. You kind of as a writer give up a little of that control right it might not be exactly 100% like the person in my head but usually it's i actually think it's kind of better so i i would hope to bring that spirit if there were you know a, any kind of collaborative artistic project i think it you have to kind of allow your vision to mingle with somebody else's vision and that that is hopefully better than what was done separately if that makes sense yeah I think that's a really good answer. Um now for the final um question um to end off our fun conversation is what would you tell your young writing self and what would you change like what would you tell your young writing self that would help you become a better um writer or maybe like in general kind of Yeah that is a that is a great question. Um I kind of you know when I was little I wanted to write children's books so I wanted that's been my dream my whole life but there was a time that I started to doubt that as a path like I just didn't really understand how to do it and it seemed kind of hard and it it seems like something that not a lot of people get to do which all of that stuff is true um so I did a lot of other writing in my life um I did uh public relations writing and I did technical writing like computer stuff and grant writing and I did a little like newspaper and I've done a lot of different kinds of writing. I don't regret any of that though because it really made me strengthen my writing muscles in different ways and it obviously took me to where I am now. So I think it, imagining myself as a younger person, I hope that I could tell myself, you know, to just keep trying, to keep reading and to keep writing. Um and that reminder that it's okay for it to be hard it doesn't mean that you should stop because it's hard that things that are hard are often worth doing 
Um, so I would, I would say that to myself. I always tell people who are interested in reading and in writing at any age to, to continue to read and to continue to write and, and to make sure that you're finishing things because it can be easy to get, you know, really excited about a new shiny idea and then get to that hard part and then all of a sudden find this other shiny idea and want to start that. But the problem is, is that you learn a lot from toughing it out through those um, sticky places. And so if you're continuing to start a lot of different things, I don't think it's as as I, I mean, I think of the ideal thing is to really work on finishing something. And, and the reminder that, you know, there's problems that you've, you've attempted to solve. Maybe it's not the perfect book. Maybe it isn't the book that you'll be published with, but you'll learn so much from that process of creating a whole work that it's really worth doing. Yeah, I think um, that's um, something like, since you're telling this to your younger writing self, I think all the aspiring writers and authors out there would also benefit from all of things you've been saying um, throughout the episode because that, those tiny tidbits are tiny um, pieces of advice or information you um, any author who comes on here gives um, really helps them and inspires them to move forward in their writing um, career so that they can make it uh, and um, something they can do for the future. Yeah, I mean, writing is one of those careers that I don't you never get to a, I don't think, at least I am not there yet. I'm not at a point where I'm like, well, I know how to write books. It's it's now easy. I can now do it. I have to relearn a lot of things every time. I have to remind myself that it's supposed to be hard and that it's okay to be hard. And I think that's just the process of making something that's that's brand new in the world that's never been there before. When you think about it, it's a, it's a really awesome thing <laughs> for anybody to be able to do any kind of art, um, writing, you know, any kind of product that didn't exist before you create this cool thing. So, um, so yeah, so not even, I, I think that's advice I have to continue to remind myself with my books. It's not just something for beginner writers. Yeah, that's amazing. So that's the end of the episode. I love having you on the show today and I'm sure all our listeners have learned something new today and use it in their daily life. So anyways, that's it for today. I'll see you all next time. Bye guys.